Welcome to the Gil Reads Comics Holiday Spectacular. Ho, ho, ho. Before we go on, I'm just going to stop eating this beard. I don't want to interfere <laughs> with the audio here. I'm Gil. I'll be your host for the evening. And I've got some friends here with me. Got my brother, Adam. Yo. Got my, one of my, I would say, top five best friends, Vince. Hey. You'll recognize him from the Spooktacular. And in the control room, manning the, the tech, the board, you've got my brother, my older brother, Alun. Hey there. And one of my top ten best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's back there. I don't know if you can hear him now, but all will be featured in some of these segments. But for now, we got Vince and Adam here helping me out. So you're probably wondering why I called you here so urgently. Earlier today, I got a phone call from a, a, a number I didn't recognize. When I picked up, there was a, a mysterious voice, a low voice on the, on the other line. And he said that I've been a good boy. <laughs> but he said, if I wanted to keep being a good boy, I better do exactly what he says. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam and I, we grew up in a Jewish household. We didn't really celebrate Christmas. So Vince, we're going to be relying on you for a lot of your expertise and your knowledge. Can you tell us what powers Santa's sleigh? What powers Santa's sleigh? So it can fly to all the children of the world. I believe it's the reindeer. That's what I thought. Turns out it's Christmas cheer. Santa feeds the cheer to the reindeer every year. It gives them power. There's not enough of it. But he saw our spooktacular and he thought we did such a good job. He needs us to use the power of comics to create enough Christmas cheer so they don't have to cancel Christmas this year. Well, So we've been deputized. I'm going to be Santa for the next couple hours. And you'll be my elves. Up to the challenge? Yeah. Count me in. Well, let's start with some classic Christmas comics, just like with the Spooktacular. We're going back, back to a simpler time, the 1950s. So you're, bo you're both probably familiar with this department store, now defunct, W.T. Grant. Or you might know it under its more common name, Grant's. No. No. <laughs> well, this was a big department store that went out of business, went bankrupt, you could say because they had too much Christmas cheer. They were giving out store credit without doing credit checks, put them right out of business. But between 1945 and 1953, every year they would put out a Christmas-themed comic starring a character named Joe Joy, an anthropomorphic jack-in-the-box Magical spring gave him mobility and intelligence. So he would just bounce around? Yeah. Huh. It's kind of creepy, actually. When what we get powered him? It. Did he have his own box? Yeah, he was a jack-in-the-box, so it's a spring with a, a head. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So how did he move around? Bouncing. W with the box. Right, the box he would came launch, with him. I'm guessing he, he launches his head, and then the box get, follows because it's like a spring. And he, he so like lands. It sort of slides around. Like bounces bit, like, like a slinky God, sword. We have a job to do here. <laughs> <laughs> this reindeer is starving. <laughs> They're all emaciated. There, are you guys uh, working on that holiday cheer? What kind of box do you think you was in? <laughs> all right, let's get focused. 
Let's read. This is actually a little bit bittersweet because this is the oh, – we've got to turn this audio off here. This is the ninth and final adventure for Joe Joy. Hmm. And we're going to read that today. And we're each going to play a part. I'll be the narrator. And which one of you wants to be Joe Joy, the, the titular character? What are the other characters? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I think right off the bat, Vince, you got to be Santa. Okay. He Santa shows up. Spoiler, Santa shows up, but we knew that. He shows up in every one of these Joe Joy issues. Uh, well, you've got Clown, Space Elf. I think let's make you Joe Joy. All right. Uh, and the Space Elf. And then we'll Joe just- Joe Joy. <laughs> Joe Joy and the Space Elf sounds like yeah. a band. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll just kind of, as characters pop up, we'll just assign them on the fly. We'll uh, we'll improv. Ready to get into it? Let's do it. The Adventures of Joe Joy. Joe Joy in A Present for Santa Claus. It was just before Christmas, and the playroom was crowded with toys. Joe Joy, that wonderful jack-in-the-box, and his friend Jerry... We're watching a television program where the space elf went off in his flying saucer on a great adventure. It was getting late, though, and as the program neared its end, Jerry fell fast asleep. It was then that all the toys got very busy. So Jerry's a kid. He went to bed, and then immediately all his toys started moving around and, and talking. And I want to point out, Toy Story I was just gonna say that. came out in 1995. When do you think this came out? 50s. 50, 50 years ago. <laughs> 1953. So I think this Joe Joy character should have a word with wow. with Pixar. Right, the clown has appeared. He's dancing around. Adam. <laughs> Sorry, I I'll, can't see. I can't read. I'll do the clown. Well, he's going to have chair. to be able to read, though. Oh, that's true. Zoom in a little bit there. I'll move it to the right. That's what it was. Okay, I can see now. I have to look over your head. Now you gotta move the screen to the right. What? All right, I gotta think of my voice here. Yeah. And you'll be the dummy, the ventriloquist dummy That's over the dummy. here. Okay. Did you hear, Annie? Joe Joy has a great idea for Christmas this year. And the dummy responds, Come on, everybody. Sit down and listen to what Joe Joy has to say. This is Joe Joy talking now. I think the children should do something for Santa Claus. Wait, hold on. That sounds just like the clown. It's going to confuse the reindeer. Oh, oh. That, okay, hold on. Yeah. This is the main character, so you really got to get this voice just right. I thought I was doing that. You, I mean, you nailed it for the clown. Yeah, that will be haunting my memories for a long time <laughs> okay, to come. Okay, all right. So this is Joe Joy here. This He's is the jack-in-the-box. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, this, this is going to take something special because I put a lot into the clown. Right. All right. I think... No, that's <laughs> too similar. <laughs> I, I think the children should do something for Santa Claus this... I don't know. It's too think, similar. Too similar to the clown. You know what? Let's say this. You don't have to do a voice for everybody. Who's to say Joe Joy doesn't sound like Adam? 
read it in your normal voice. Right. Just put the proper tone and inflection on it. I think the children should do something for Santa Claus this year. Something to show their appreciation. Let's tell all the children everywhere about our idea. Now there's a little girl talking. I'll take that one. After all, Santa has been bringing them presents for years and years. And no one has done anything for him. By the way, milk and cookies. Every house. How is that nothing? I mean, that's, that's the deal, right? We give you milk and cookies. You give us presents. But... That's the doll's point of view, and we'll we'll go with it. Dummy. Presents for Santa? That's an idea. All right, the clown's back, Andrew. Time to shine. Hooray! That's great. Santa would like a present. But how are we going to let the children all over the world know about it? Why, Christmas is almost here already! And now Jack and the, the, the Joe Joy is back. He's looking at the TV right now with the space elf. That's no problem. We'll just ask the TV space elf to take us around the world in his flying saucer. Then we can spread the news. Now, in terms of suspending disbelief, they're, they're asking us to take a lot in at once. Number one, space elf. We just accept space elf as a thing. No explanation needed. Number two, toys can move around. They can talk. Number three, they can interact with characters on the TV. Joe Joy's talking to space elf through a television set. Keep going, Joe Joy. I'll take the voice of Space Elf. Say, Space Elf, how would you like to take us around the world in your flying saucer? Sure, I'd like to help collect presents for Santa. Just hop aboard my flying saucer. Flies out of the TV, and all the, all the toys get on the flying saucer. Enjoy it's like Joy. a Capri Sun commercial. <laughs> next they'll be flying down like waves of of raspberry juice yeah this this is joe joy here yeah yeah getting on this flying saucer in every country boys and girls will give us gifts for santa hold on everyone while we take off i i suspect joe joy just wants gifts for himself oh you think that this is he's being facetious yeah he's using his charisma round up all the toys to do his bidding yeah. Collect him a bunch of uh, gifts. If nope. you look closely, you can see bags under his eyes. Yeah. He's been up all night thinking up this plot. Mm. What I'll do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him that we're getting gifts for Santa, and then I'm going to take all the gifts. Yeah. Or he's just tired of bouncing around. <laughs> Clown. Uh. Very excited. We're, we're flying. We're flying. Tell, tell To tell boys and girls everywhere about a present for Santa Claus. So now what's going to happen is they're flying around to different parts of the world and they've got, to, uh, they've got to get all these kids to give presents for Santa Claus. Now the narrator comes back. And so Joe, Joy, Gus, Annie, and Peter set off with the space elf on his flying saucer. Now I believe this is uh, Joe... Joe Joy talking here. Look out. We're landing right in a clump of cactus. Its leaves are full of thorns. So based off of the scenery here, desert kind of view, cactuses, where do you think we are? South Southwestern United States. Yeah, Vince, concur. Yeah. You know, it could be Roswell, New Mexico. Ooh, they're in a flying saucer. A, this, oh, there you go. Wasn't Roswell in the 50s, 1953? I th it was around that time. Oh, we're entering, uh, what is this, the spooktacular? <laughs> we never left. So they've just landed in a bunch of cactus. 
And Vince, the, the dummy's he's not too happy about this. Ouch! Ouch! This stuff is prickly. It's hard to get out of here without getting stuck by a million pins. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> this that's the previous panel they have to has to talk about the leaves have prickles on them. Now this panel, everyone's getting prickled. Well, they want you to understand. They want you to feel a little bit of the pain of what... And now we've established more facts, by the way. These toys, they have nerves. Oh, yeah, they they can feel. That's why it was important to really emphasize that. Now, before we go to the next panel, this comic was written a long time ago, 1953. You know, people weren't necessarily as aware of stereotypes, etc. So there's a character named Pancho. They're in Mexico right now. My suggestion is we read this dialogue from Pancho without any attempt at accent. <laughs> I'm just going to read it straight in my normal voice. Welcome to Mexico. Saludos, amigos. I'm Pancho. That's well done. Thank you. All right, Joe Joy. You Hi can... there. We've just come from America. We're just about to celebrate Christmas in America. That's when Santa brings toys for all the boys and girls. Now Pancho responds, Who is this Santa Claus? I never heard of him. We celebrate Christmas in Mexico. Oh no, this is not the narrator. This is still this is still Pancho speaking here. We celebrate Christmas in Mexico too, but no Santa Claus. A great big jug hangs from the ceiling. We call it a piñata, and it's filled with candy and toys. Then the children are blindfolded while they take turns trying to break the piñata with a great big stick. Finally, one of us breaks the piñata and all kinds of wonderful things fall out of it. Presents for everyone. Oh, what fun it is. That's how we celebrate Christmas in Mexico. We all get presents, but no Santa Claus. Events. Hey so you've you're the only one at this table that's really experienced Christmas. Would you rather run downstairs and find a bunch of Christmas gifts under your tree or work for it a little bit? You know, hit hit a bin with a, a piñata with a big stick. I'm going to say I'd, I'd rather just find the gifts. But, I mean, you know, once in a while you want to take out some aggression, so. Take out aggression yeah, and then. I see, I see how that, like, could be, that could translate well, you know. Yeah. Adam, what about you? Christmas in Mexico versus America. Who's doing it right? Oh, piñata. Yeah. That is the gift. Right. Getting to break something. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get this guy it's very violent. some Christmas cheer <laughs> stat. <Yeah. laughs> oh, don't you see, Pancho? How do you think those presents got inside the pinata? It's a little girl talking. It was Santa Claus who put those presents there. That's his job. So now the little girl and Joe Joy, they're kind of ganging up on, on Pancho. And then Pancho responds... Well, if he fills the piñata every year, I like Santa Claus. He was pressured into accepting our Santa. They kind of ganged up on him, and now he's, he's on board with the Santa Claus idea. There's Joe Joy keeps going. Now we can tell you our plan. We want to bring Santa presents from boys and girls all over the world. Pancho runs off. Ole! I like that. Wait here while I get a present for Santa. Brought the present. Uh, everyone gets back onto the... The flying saucer, Joe Joy, goes on. All aboard the flying saucer. We must be on our way to the next country to tell them about our present for Santa. 
And now Poncho has, right before taking off, Poncho comes back with a gift wrapped up. Here's our present for Santa. Don't open it, though. It's a surprise from all the children in Mexico. Adios, my friends. Feliz Pascuas. (laughs) 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 That means Merry Christmas in Spanish. Pascuas literally translates to, to Easter. What about Feliz Navidad? That's a different. That's another way of saying Merry Christmas. I did some research on this, so Pascuas translates directly to to Easter. But if you put Feliz before it, it becomes Merry Christmas. What do they say on Easter then? They don't say anything. It's a morbid, sad holiday. You don't you don't wish Merry Easter to people. It's like Mexican Yom Kippur. Yeah, that'll be uh, the next. The next episode. <laughs> this is the dummy talk. They're all in the flying saucer. They've got the gift. Now the dummy's talking. I wonder what Poncho sent to Santa. We're heading for land again. Everyone hold on. What a beautiful olive grove. Where do you think we are? Olive? Olive? Where do they come from? Oh, I was going to do this voice, but this they're in Italy right now. Yeah. So Tony... I think Vince, you got to do a little bit, reach into your your history and pull in some of the Italian accent. This is Vincenzo. Buongiorno, I'm Tony. Welcome to Italy. We're from America. The boys and girls there are about to celebrate Christmas. That's when Santa brings them presents, you know. We get presents every year, but not from Santa Claus. Before we reveal this, Vince, do you know what they do in Italy for for Christmas instead of having Santa Claus? I I did know at one point when I was younger, and I don't remember it right now off the top of my head. It, oh. It is slightly different. Yeah. Like a couple things. Hmm. Well, why don't we... Why if don't you... you could, if you could refresh my memory. Well, you're Tony. You're going to tell us right now what they do in Italy to celebrate right, Christmas. So this is what we do. And let's see if it stirs your memory. All right. Once every year, and once every year, we have a great festival in Rome. Everyone comes to the Plaza Novana to see the decorations. Blow on whistles and laugh and dance and cake. Dance and dance and see cake. Laugh and dance. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone wants cake. Yeah, Vince is hungry. He just added and cake. <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> the next line says chicken bone, uh, French fries, salami. All right, Vince, keep going. Then in the middle of the night, when we are asleep, an old woman called La Befana comes into our room. She Is it still me? It's still you, yeah. She leaves presents for all the children who have been good and a piece of charcoal for those who have been bad. But no one ever... No one is ever bad when Le Bafana comes in. When Le Bafana comes. When Le Bafana comes. All right. I like that. Santa Claus versus La Bafana. <laughs> Who's doing it right? The old lady with the broom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tony, keep going. We have great fun every year, but we haven't got the Santa Claus in Italy. Right, there's a little girl. She's back to her old stick, trying to, trying to foist Santa Claus on everybody. Can't you see? La Bafana is just the same as our Santa. She brings you presents every year, like Santa Claus. That's why we want you to join us in giving Santa a gift this year. On a few minutes, Tony returned with a gift for Santa. Go ahead, Tony. 
Here, all the children in Italy want to send a cent a present <laughs> to <me. laughs> We we wish wish him Buon Natale from all of us. Arrivederci. I wonder what's in the packages. Guess we won't know until Santa opens them. I have a I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. This is uh, the dummy here talking. Oh. <laughs> oh, a nice fishing town thing. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the... Yeah. I don't know what that voice is. <laughs> a nice fishing fishing town thing. Is there any cake around here? <laughs> think they'll give us a present for Santa here? All right, so we've got the kind of format down here, right? We're going to different countries. We learn about what, how they celebrate Christmas. Get a gift. Let's see where they go next. We're in Denmark now. What does a person in Denmark sound like, Adam? Uh, probably similar to like what we would think of a, like a Swedish person. Good dog. I'm Karen, and I've come to welcome you to Denmark. That, sound, that sounded kind of Irish. Really? Scottish. Well, let's, mm-hmm. let's kind of fast forward a little bit because I think we get the, the sort of rhythm here, right? Yeah. So let's find out what they do in Denmark to celebrate Christmas. They have Jewel Nissen, little elf. Lives in the attic and watches you all year. And then once every year, he comes down from the attic with gifts for everyone. And then you all dance around the Christmas tree and open presents. This looks a little more what we consider Christmas. Right. Except uh, the, the elf lives in your attic all year round. And somehow these presents materialize, I guess. It's creepy. It's a little creepy. And if I was a kid, I, would, you know, I wouldn't wait till Christmas. In July, go up in the attic. Get out! Get out of here, you elf! Show yourself. Yeah, why wouldn't would you like go torment him and like get your gifts faster? <laughs> that would be like you know the triad. What's it called? The the uh, McDonald's triad. Oh right, the serial killer triad. Yeah, the, the you know number one is you wet the bed. Number two, you torture small animals. What's the third one? You don't have a middle name. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's a set of three criteria that if you meet them. You're probably a serial killer. I think we put a fourth one on there. Left-handed? Right. I think left-handed. That's the one. Did you look it up? No. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth one I think we should add to the triad. You tortured the elf. Yeah. Or if you didn't ever think to go look for him. Because that's also weird. If you think, if you actually believe there's an el- a magical elf in your attic that gives you presents, mm-hmm. wouldn't you look for it? I would look for it. Yeah, yeah, I would look for it, yeah. If you were indifferent to that fact, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I agree. But what if you look for them and they don't give you gifts because you tried to look for them? Oh, yeah. That could be a rule. Oh, I see, yeah. I think elf on the shelf is more effective because if there's one elf in your attic, you could probably get away with a lot of stuff, right? Whatever mischief you're up to. Elf on the shelf, though, they sit all around your house. You see whatever you're up to. Is that what Elf on the Shelf is for? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they peep. Really? Yeah. It's like one of those nanny cams. Right. Right. Huh. But more I just judgmental. thought it was like a funny thing. Well, it is funny, but also it sends a message. <laughs> <laughs> better, better be a good boy. You like that, Reminds me of that phone call you got this morning. Or that was, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. They, they, you just tell the kid, uh, this was a normal kid like you, but he was a bad boy, and now he... He was turned into an elf who has to just sit on the shelf for the rest of his days watching. Right. 
Well, they got a gift from Denmark, and they all head back. And so our friends, after traveling around the world, arrive at the North Pole with their gifts for Santa Claus. Joe Joy. Well, we're here at last, and there's Santa and all his helpers filling the sleigh with Christmas toys. All right, we see Santa walking around with all of his elf servants. All right, Santa's talking to Joe Joy now. Go ahead, Santa. I'm I'm delighted to see you, Joe Joy. Hold on, try saying just to get into <clears> the <throat> to the Santa voice. Yeah, let me try to get Give it. us a good oh, like oh. ho 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 ho. I'm delighted to see you, Joe Joy. I've been expecting you. Hello, Santa. I wouldn't miss my yearly visit for anything. Can you, since the clown doesn't have a lot more lines, can we just say Joe Joy? Give him the clown voice. Yeah, well, because that's why I did the clown voice. I thought I was Joe Joy when I did that. Yeah. I put everything I had into that one. Right, so put it into Joe Joy now. All right. Hello, Thana. I wouldn't miss my yearly visit for anything. I brought some friends along this time and a lot of packages for you, Thana. Look, boys and girls all over the world have changed things around a bit. They are presenting you with gifts this year. Santa. What a nice surprise. I'm so accustomed to bringing presents that I never expected to get any myself. Now the space elf. Hurry! Open the packages, Santa. We want to see what's inside. I wonder what they could have sent me. There's a package here from every country in the world. How many countries are there in the world? There's like over 150, I think. Yeah, we skipped a lot of pages. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a textbook. Yeah. (laughs) They're flags (laughs) from so many different countries. How nice. How nice. How nice. All right, Santa, keep going. You're so happy with these gifts. Well, well. Each child sent me the flag of his country. Why, it's the most wonderful present in the world because it's just like remembrance from the whole world. (laughs) Now I know that children everywhere love me no matter what they call me, nor what they think I look like. So they're saying the other countries were just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I don't care if they're a bunch of dummies don't know what's going on. They still love me. And that's the most important thing of all. All right. I, why don't you uh, – here, I'll do the voice of the clown because now you've transferred your clown voice to Joe Joy. Oh, right. You know, some call you Père Noel and some call you Saint Nick. Some call you Yuleman and some call you Father Christmas. Some think you look like an elf. And some even think you're an old woman. They're, like, ranking these. They're saying, like – Okay, St. Nick, that makes sense. <laughs> Some call you Father Christmas. I can get behind that. Way at the bottom is they think you're an old woman. Go ahead, Santa. But the name doesn't matter, and the looks don't matter, because they all think of me and love me. My helpers are pleased with these gifts, too, because like the flags, they come from all over the world. All right, go ahead, George. We'll wrap it up for us. It's getting pretty late. <sighs> Let's say goodbye to Santa Claus, or we won't be home in time for Christmas. All right, they're all saying bye. They're flying away on their on their uh, flying saucer. And then let's all say this together, all right? But what's this word right here, Adam? Afidazen. Oh, okay, let's say it all together. Ready? 
Goodbye, Santa Claus. A weird from children all over the world, too. You like turn into Ray Romano. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know what word I said. I think I was saying Arrivederci accidentally. Uh, uh, fits in. After exciting adventures all over the world, Joe, Joy, and his friends return home to Jerry. Here we are, back home again. That's the space elf. And then Jerry. Oh, and why don't you just chime in here? Give us uh, your Jerry. You're the little boy. You just woke up to see all your toys there. Hello, everybody. Where have oh, you been? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Where have you been? And all together again, one more time. We've, We've been, been to, to the, the far corners, corners of the, the world, world and, and back, back again. again. And that's... Oh, wait, there's a little bit more here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's quick. Joe Joy, what's he saying here? Thank you, Space Elf. Thank you for taking us around the world. That's all right. I enjoyed the trip, too. So long. It's back to the TV for me. Together. Come Come on, on, Jerry. Jerry. Come Come to the the window. window. And they're all yelling out the window. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to our friends all over the world. Uh, That's just gibberish. Yeah. (laughs) Vince, do you know what that says? Should I try it? Oh, I don't know. This gets a little bit... It's got, you know... It's a little religious here for this last panel here. <laughs> Why don't we wrap it up with Merry Christmas? I thought that was a nice, a beautiful way to wrap this one up. I actually don't think that's religious. I think really? that might be a way to say good in another oh. language. And then J-U-L, maybe Yule or something. Alana, mm. uh, as a designer, or you have some design experience. Wait, Vince, you're a designer, right? Yeah, yeah. Putting an exclamation point on its own line here. They keep doing that. Is yeah. that acceptable behavior? Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand what they're trying to do, but it's not it's not very effective. Yeah, they could have fit it right there, right? Yeah. And that's how Joe Joy helped children all over the world give a present to Santa Claus. Adam, why don't you read this uh tag Everybody here. says it doesn't take much money to buy good things at Grant. That's the big takeaway here. If you want to buy good things, you don't want to spend a lot of money. You want to use store credit. Go to Grant's. No wonder they went bankrupt. What would you? What's your takeaway from this? Uh, from this comic here? Would you read an issue two if they made another one? I think it's a metaphor for American imperialism. Oh, hold on. What's this? This is a phone call here from from Santa. He's calling me back. Yeah. Hello. What's uh, What's going on, Santa? Oh, you've been listening to us. You had one of your elves, Elf on the Shelf, been watching us. Are we doing okay? Oh, too much Christmas cheer. Oh. You need us to, to do something to, to take it down a little bit. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'll, listen, I'll see what I can do. Hmm. It's a wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> that was Santa. He says we're doing a great job, but, but the elves are getting full. They're going to get a stomachache. It's too much Christmas cheer. We need to do something to remove some of that Christmas cheer. And I know just the way to do it. We have a friend, a brother, that really knows, knows how to take things down. He knows darkness. He was on the Punisher episode. Mm. All right, so we're going to bring him in, and we have a treat here. It's gonna, we're going we're gonna to do some interesting Christmas comics with a, a sort of horror twist. Take the cheer down a little bit. Let's turn this Christmas cheer into Christmas fear. Oh, I like that. Say it one more time in like a spookier voice. Let's turn this 
Christmas cheer into Christmas fear. (laughs) 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 All right, let's take a break. (laughs) We got to redo the... That threw me off big time that I couldn't see the screen. Oh, yeah. It was messing with me a lot. Enough Christmas cheer. Now it's time for Christmas scary. What was it? Scary times. Scary time. We're going to do this with the help of Swampline Comics. Publisher, if you if you like spoof comics like Fly Day the 13th <laughs> or Star Claws or just horror comics in general, they put out all that stuff. Today, we're going to be reading from their 2017 Tomb of Horror festive Frightmare Edition. Some horror Christmas comics. And I will warn listeners and those in the room that this one gets a little bloody. Might be some offensive language. And as you perform your roles, I'll leave it to you whether you want to censor yourself or just go for it. We'll mark explicit when we release this one just in case. All right, let's turn on Uh, Let's put the comic up on the screen so you can see it. And what we're going to have here is, remember Tales from the Crypt? They had that Mm kind of caretaker. Mm -hmm. We've got someone who looks kind of like him. Skeleton, the Santa hat on, standing outside his tomb. Which of you feels up to the challenge of doing a caretaker voice? Welcome us to this. Depends on what the other potential character would be. Um, There's uh, a guy, a lady. Well, do you have an idea of who you feel would be better for each role? Well, if you pick the caretaker, you're not only the caretaker. We're mm. going to do multiple roles here. You know what? Maybe I'll do the caretaker. And then when we get in, you feel like you really I want to. Do it. Yeah, okay. I have an idea. All right, all right. I can always tell. You get this look <laughs> on your face. Start salivating at the mouth. <laughs> Where else? I don't know. Hmm. All right, caretaker's looking right at us, and he says. He's coming out of a tomb. Welcome. Oh, hold on. That was too yours. <laughs> no, the, the clown's back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my cemetery. Fr- Welcome to my cemetery, friends. I am the caretaker. Well, jingle my bells. Tis the season to be jolly. Humbug. All that happiness makes me sick. More like the perfect time to spread a little of my unique brand of holiday spirit. So, if you think you have time, (laughs) so, if you think you have the stomach for it, wipe your feet, open your mind, and enter my festive tomb of horror. Give us an evil laugh. (laughs) (laughs) He's a skeleton, so you Oh, you have to have the the sound of his jaw. Clacking. See, this is perfect. Clacking, exactly. So this is perfect, right? He's saying he doesn't want any Christmas cheer. And that's what we need right now. Too much cheer. He's going to help get rid of some of it. So this is an anthology comic. I picked out. We're going to look at Snowvenge. We talked about Punisher earlier. We all love mm-hmm. vengeance here. Vengeance and Christmas. That's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> so the cover is looks kind of like a snowman. 
covered in, in sort of a musculature, muscle structure, blood. Sinew. Tells us right up front, this is not for the faint of heart. All right, we open up. Lakewood Pines, Christmas Eve. There's a bank. And inside the bank, gunshot. Bang! All right, who wants to be this, this gal who's got a mask on? Helping to rob the bank. Bank robbery. Adam. She's got the mask on. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see Christmas, I suggest everyone keep their cool here. The other guy. One. Get those notes in the bag. Hold on. You said guy. Your heart's racing here, right? You're you're robbing a bank. You've never done this before. You might kill someone. All right? So you're angry. You're, you're freaked out. Okay. Get those notes in the bag. I haven't got all damn day. I told you. Damn. Cursing oh, already. Sorry. All right. Shit. You want me to say darn? No, no. Okay. I want this to be dark. I oh, want to really okay. scrape at the soul of Santa Claus. Okay. All right, keep going. Don't do anything stupid. Don't do anything stupid. Like, Batman. You, want me, Try go, his you want me to go like Batman? Yeah, you know what? I'd like that, yeah. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah, just be careful. Don't pop the mic too much. Oh, sorry. Talk above it. All right. So they run out of the bank. They got their money. And then what happens? Running to the getaway car. They get in. They drive away. They drive by a Christmas tree. Which, by the way, the Christmas tree, it's all red lights on there. They get into the woods. And, by the way, that uh, Adam, when I told you you were a, a gal, mm-hmm. I got it totally backwards. You're the guy. Uh-huh. Along's the girl. I was throwing off the guy's a ponytail. All right, Adam, so you're, uh, you're the man in all the right. car. You tell her. We should make it back to Blackwood in about an hour. One. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ponytail yeah, guy. It's very confusing. All right, Adam, Jared, keep going. How much do you think we scored? Well, do you want me to just be the guy Just now? keep going with the Batman voice. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> Even when she's not in the bank? Yeah, yeah. So okay. it'll be easier to tell who's who. Enough to get... <laughs> Enough to give my kid a good Christmas step on... <laughs> I got this. Enough to give my kid a good Christmas. Step on it, Jimmy. I want to make the department store. Probably going to Grant's. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler has his eye on this wicked train set. This your is kid, a mother. Your kid needs a train set. So you rob a bank. It's got to be one expensive train set. Adam, you know, we always like, every time we do an episode of Gil Reads Comics, we always like to bring morality into it. We want to elevate the conversation. Karen and, and Jimmy, is this what they're doing here? Moral or not moral? Is this okay? It's for her kid. Stealing? Yeah. Brandishing a gun? <laughs> it's the naughty list. All her. right. Looks like your, your kid Timmy's getting cold this year. This is oh, probably... no, she's getting cold. The kid's getting a train set. Well, what's she going to give the kid, you know? Train set. Oh, because she has the money. Yeah. And then she has she robbed a bank. Yeah. All right, that's probably a worthy trade-off. Sell that. I was gonna say she could sell the train set, but she bought the train set. Yeah. So, hey, Elon, why don't we keep going here? All right. <laughs> They're back at Blackwood. Home sweet home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> now there's kids here. Since you guys are doing all the adult voices, I'll take the children. <laughs> Go for don't it. cut that line out of context. <laughs> <laughs> They're building a snowman. This is a little boy here. It needs some eyes and a nose. And then this girl who, Anna, can you describe what this girl looks like here? 
Yeah, she looks, uh, she's got this huge creepy grin on her face. Wide-eyed. Looks like something's not right with her. I have the eyes. They look like meatballs. They look like meatballs, yeah. All right, we're back in the car. Karen. Tyler is going to be so stoked with his train set. Between us, we should clear at least 10K each. Going to be a good Christmas. She has a deeper voice than he does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, now we know why. Uh, Do you want a cigarette? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Sure. This is a dark comic. By MPAA standards, we're an R rating. We got the D word and cigarettes. <laughs> the cigarettes on the C word. What does cigarettes automatically go go to like PG thirteen <laughs> yeah. or something? Nowadays, yeah, hmm. you'll see on the on the ratings it'll say cigarettes or tobacco use. Interesting. Let's go to the next page. Oh, spoiler. Okay, here we go. Uh, they put a they put a carrot on the uh, snowman. Back to the kids. Back to the kids. They're very happy with their snowman. He looks so cool. Alright, this is... Who's this? This is another adult here. Adam. Kids, come on! But the snowman! He'll be there in the morning. It's tea time. Come on! <laughs> these kids are stopping for tea time? <laughs> oh, these are some bad kids. Oh, okay, why don't you take this Alright, so the kid's running. And he yells, Last one home <laughs> is a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> He said another word. For cat. I don't feel comfortable saying it. Wussy. Yeah. Well, oh, that, I was trying to think of an one. alternative yeah. word I could have used. Yeah. Last one home is a wussy. But you'll show it on the screen. I'll show it on the screen, yeah. I'll blur it out, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're back in the car with Karen and Jimmy. It's going to be a good Christmas for once, Jimmy. Jimmy is now brandishing a gun. Yeah, I think I just put a silencer yeah. on it. Pretty this creepy silent, this uh, creepy getting, smile on my face. I'm getting nervous about my character. Yeah. Let's even Adam read this line here. She just, she just said it's going to be a good Christmas for once. Yeah. And then you say, Yeah, it is indeed. What are you doing? <sighs> He's the pointing a gun at her belly. It looks like. Then he fires. And interestingly enough, I think this might be a reference here. When he fires the gun, it says, thwip. What is that sound usually accompanied with? Like a whip? No. That's the sound it Spider-Man's makes. Spider-Man's web? Spider-Man's web. It always says, thwip. Ah, see, I, I've learned something. Yeah. I, I, I would not have known that until we started this wonderful podcast. And you don't but, even read comics. But the way you just said that made it sound like you hate this podcast. No, I was trying to make it sound sentimental, but it came out creepy. <laughs> you got a thousand-yard <laughs> stare, and you said... Ever, ever since we started this wonderful podcast. <laughs> Alon just got shot in the chest. What have you done? Oh, man. And this is right after she said she's never had a good Christmas. Mm. This was her best Christmas, and she got shot in the chest. Mm. Prediction. Yeah. Can I make a prediction? Sure. The snowman at the beginning of this story, the, the really dis- like messed up, horrific-looking one, had kind of this hole in the chest area. Mm. I think she somehow gets merged with the snow that snowman the kids are building. Hmm. That would be a really interesting direction for this comic to take if that wasn't the end. That's it. So <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, there's more pages. I don't like when I switch pages, it jumps to the bottom. It spoils what, what happens. Well uh, that is weird. 
know this next time you close your eyes all right so karen's bleeding in the car jimmy's looking at his gun she gets out of the car bleeding into the snow struggling to walk into her house she falls down right by the snowman the kids built built and she sits there bleeding in front of the snowman when suddenly a shooting star comes by after the shooting star goes by her blood starts to rise up as if attracted to the snowman uh, that, it's cool the way that's drawn because if you look at it for a second it, you would think it's coming down but then you look at it again and you realize it's all flowing upward it looks like it's raining blood mm-hmm. but truly it's the other way around yeah. now both of you close your eyes while I change pages <laughs> uh, open your eyes Whoa. Wow. That's satanic. Yeah. The snowman is covered in blood. It's got the mask that she was wearing from the bank robbery pulled over its head. And it has a hole in its chest where she got shot and a star over the hole. Pentagram. A pentagram. It's a demonic snowman. And it's got teeth and evil eyes, which makes sense because that evil little girl put them on. All right, close your eyes. Next page. All right. Open your eyes. All right. Karen is now a snow, a, an evil snowman. What's happened to me? No. You will pay for this, Jimmy Stevens. So, the snowman says as it holds its own uh, corpse. Look, It's holding uh, Karen's dead body as it says that. And he starts walking. <laughs> Waddling. Waddling home. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Close your eyes. Next page. Open your eyes. And there's music in the background. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read the music. I'm going to start singing the music. Silent night. While one of you describes the scene. Jimmy, the uh, the other bank robber, is sitting back on his couch. It's nice and cozy. There's a fire going. He's counting his fat stacks and kissing the money while having a nice drink. Cat's relaxing on the couch. Yeah, but we see the snowman, satanic Karen monster hovering over the window. And now it's walking around the back, the back door. It enters into the kitchen. One of the knives has been taken. The snowman looks at itself. See the reflection of the snowman's eyeball, Karen's eyeball. I love these kinds of scenes where it's like soft... Music that normally is very nice to hear, but now it's creepy because something bad's happening. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back at the top of the page. And Karen has snowman, evil snowman Karen's busted into Jimmy's house. She says, Hello, Jimmy. Adam. What the puck? <laughs> <laughs> Thought you had seen the last of me? Hey, Jimmy. (laughs) Take the money. Have what you want. It's yours. Just don't kill me. I don't want your money. What's this frozen snowman monster going to do with money? Yeah. (laughs) Also, I mean, she's going to melt in front of the fireplace. Oh, good call. She walked right by the fireplace. Mm -hmm. Well, what is she going to do with money? She she still wants to buy Timmy the train set, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Timmy guess, would still yeah, love I guess her, so, yeah. even in this form, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Now, Frosty the Snowman versus Karen the Snowman. 
who wins in a, in a fight. Hmm. Well, what is, Frost, Frosty the it, Snowman had a had a what? He had yeah. a magic hat that if he took it off, he became immobile. Huh. Hmm. She well, she's wearing this mask. We don't know what happens if you take that off. All right, so we need to we need to gather more information. Yeah, I need more data. All right. So she doesn't want money. What does she want, Alun? I want your blood. She slashes Slish. Jimmy's neck open. And then drinks his whiskey while he bleeds <laughs> out on the ground. I thought she wanted his blood. That's true. Let's see. Oh, uh, you know what? She didn't mean like I want to drink your blood. I want to extract your blood. Yeah, that's all. And then on the way out the door, <laughs> she looks back at Jimmy. Oh, it looks like she's dragging his corpse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or at least his head. That must be a long ponytail. <laughs> and she turns back and says, Karma's a bitch, Jimmy. Oh, sorry. No, no. You're, I like uh, when you yeah. swear. I like yeah. the way it sounds. See you in heck. We we have reputations <laughs> to maintain. No, hold on. I want you to read it as written. Okay. Don't hold. No holds barred. Karma's a ditch. Okay, fine. <laughs> Karma's a bitch, Jimmy. See you in hell. All right. Close your eyes. I'm going to warn you that when I read this, I read it last night, I cried at the end. <laughs> All right, so let's describe the scene here. Wait, can I open my yeah. eyes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see Karen, oh the snowman, God. walking with a gift, oh. walking back home, and you can tell she's falling apart. She's bleeding everywhere. She looks sad. She looks like she's melting. Yeah. Looks like she's melting. It's daytime now. She walks by. Oh, there's walk- like a happy little snowman on the side. Yeah, she walks by a happy like, snowman. Metaphor. Carrying the gift, carrying the gift, and then as she continues to melt, she says, Merry Christmas, Tile. Ding dong. Doorbell rings. And then Tyler comes to the door, and in the background, Who is it, Tyler? Adam, do the voice of Tyler. Santa left a present out here. And, uh... The gift is standing in front of his door. It says, enjoy your train set on it. We zoom out, and we see a bloody, melted pile of snow. Puddle. Hmm. So that's that's the end of it. That, that was a happier ending than I expected. Well, she got the gift to Timmy. That's mm-hmm. great. Now he lost his mother. Yeah, it's not a happy ending. I'm just saying it was happier than I thought it might. Right. So Adam, earlier in this in this reading, I think you would have come down on the side of actually you you said Karen's getting coal in her stocking this year. After what she just went through, would you retract that? Say she gets a a nice Barnes and Noble gift card. Dunkin' Donuts. All right, five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get one coffee and then you have some leftover. You don't know what to do with it. Well, it's enough for a coffee, but not enough for a cappuccino, and that's her favorite. That's the real tragedy here. Alun, what about you? Where do you fall on this? Karen, good girl or naughty? <laughs> well, she did it all for her son. Right. But they have, like, toy drives and stuff. Why'd she have to rob a bank? And also, who is the person? Pride. Oh, just oh, like Breaking Bad. Right. Yeah. But my question is, who is the person that was behind Timmy? That's what I'm wondering, too. Yeah, yeah. this might not be his mother dad oh they yeah she, they never said she's a single mother true true all right feel bad for him too now not just her son well 
How do you guys feel? You feel good? I think I think we've effectively taken the cheer level down. Good, good. What about you, Owen? Do you feel good? Too good? Owen's cheer is too high right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you have another, right? Oh, well, this, this is what we got here, all right? So Santa just sent me a text message. And he said that it's a couple of reindeer sitting in the corner. They're playing with dreidels, eating some souf gagnot. Adam, what's that mean? Donuts. Yeah, and these these elves, these elves, these uh, these reindeer. That's what I said, right? Reindeer. Mm-hmm. They're hungry. They don't eat Christmas cheer. They eat Hanukkah joy. So we need to, even though Hanukkah's passed, it's a little belated. We need to, to create some holiday, some Hanukkah joy. So let's shift Hanukkah gears a little happiness. Bit. Yeah, Hanukkah happiness. So I went online. I did hours of research. Tried to find a Hanukkah comic for us. Couldn't find one. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I did? You, made you didn't one? make one, did you? I, ma- I stayed up all night, <laughs> and I made a Hanukkah comic. The first, the first ever Gil Reads Comics published comic book <laughs> and the world's first Hanukkah comic book. And it's an origin story, so we can make sequels. And I think it's pretty good, actually. So let's take a break. You make drawings and everything? I made a whole comic book. Oh my God. I, this is it's amazing. The, <laughs> it's got no coloring. I just, all I did was the penciling oh. and the lettering. Are you but, serious? Yeah. I mean, oh incredible. my God. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I had a NOS mango energy drink. Mm-hmm. That's what powered this. So we're going to uh, take a quick break. We're going to take down these decorations and put up some Hanukkah decorations, really get into the spirit. And we're going to read. Historical Hanukkah hijinks, <laughs> issue one. Wow. <laughs> All right. Are you looking for sponsors from NOS? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. I can't wait to read this. I've been, can't, oh, couldn't wait to tell you guys about this. That's awesome. No wonder you were like, we're doing the Hanukkah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, we don't have to do it. <laughs> Before we dive into our Hanukkah hijinks, I did just want to thank Swampline Comics one more time for letting us use their comic. I enjoyed it, and you should check out the rest of their work. We'll put a link in the description, in the show notes. So thank you for that. And with that, I told you guys earlier that I wrote a Hanukkah comic. You guys were crazy enough to believe me. (laughs) No, I wrote one. I'm just kidding. I did write a Hanukkah comic, and we're about to read it. So you were crazy enough to write a whole Hanukkah comic. In one night. I have these big bags under my eyes. (laughs) I want you to be the narrator, because you have a great narrator voice. You're going to play the role of Sam. Now, there's a lot of narration in this one, so partway through, uh, we might switch it up just so you get to do some talking. You ready for the revelation to see, see this comic? Yeah. It's uh, historical high Hanukkah hijinks. That's what it's called. Hold on. I, I want to hide the preview window so you can't see what's coming up. I hope you didn't accidentally do like the story of Passover. <laughs> Wait, those are... The <laughs> <laughs> this is the one with the sheep's blood, right? The locusts. Mm. All right, here we go. Let's reveal historical Hanukkah hijinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alon, describe the scene. And uh, then give us the narration. Okay. So there's a either a man or a boy. A man. A Sam. Man. 
is a man named Sam uh, curled up on the ground in a fairly <laughs> large room under a lamp. Uh, there's a closed door on All one right. end and an open door on the other. Big room, guy sitting in the middle of it under a lamp. It's a big dark room. Read the narration. Ever since moving... Oh, how should I say it? Like you're reading a storybook. Ever since moving... Okay. Ever since moving to upstate New York after college, Sam spent every night alone in his empty apartment. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> I think I know where this is this going. This is not autobiographical. <laughs> no. No, it's not. <laughs> wow, this is good. It's <laughs> nice. impressive. Yeah. yeah. Today was the fifth night of Hanukkah, a festival. Sam. Oh, they said 3 a.m. No, no, Sam. <laughs> a festival, Sam. Okay. Today was the fifth night of Hanukkah, a festival Sam had not celebrated since childhood. Now, the other day at work, I called Hanukkah a holiday, and someone corrected me and said, no, 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 it's a festival. So that's why you can see I erased the word holiday. And, the <laughs> and you can see Sam is, uh, he looks really sad, and he's got these bags under his eyes. And he's imagining the dreidel and uh, some other coins I, I, I see that's a present like, right there it looks like sam was erased or something was rewritten there did that originally say gill <laughs> no, no no it said bill <laughs> <laughs> i realized that william's not really a jewish name mm. i looked it up yeah and there's also right here a plate of latkes he's thinking <laughs> about thinking about childhood all right adam you're sam and you're saying to yourself i know what i'll do and I'm more excited. Like you're, look how happy you are. You're like I, maniacally yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'll do. I'll buy a menorah and celebrate tonight, even if I'm alone. Perhaps the candles will bring some light into my dark world. <laughs> finger. <laughs> He's holding up his finger like he has an idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know. It's bright-eyed. Oops. Hold on. I skipped ahead there. There we go. Sam goes for a drive in search of a menorah. And he's in his car. He's driving. It's raining. And the radio, he turns the radio on, he hears, Families everywhere celebrate the fifth night of Hanukkah all together. I was trying to emphasize how lonely he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's hearing about how everyone else is together. Yeah, he's got the crazy eyes going. Yep, yep. All right, here we go. All right. Ah, this should work. As he pulls up to an antique shop, and there's a big sign on the front of the window. <laughs> Next to the uh, <laughs> next to the Christmas wreath that says "We have menorahs." Yeah, put a little Easter egg in the background there. Yeah, see you that? can see Santa uh, riding his sleigh in the in the distance at, mm-hmm. in the sky. Also, you can see here, misspelled the word antiques. <laughs> I fixed it though. <laughs> Antiques. That's how you remember how to spell it. Yeah. Narration. <laughs> Inside the antique store. Would you happen to have any menorahs for sale? All right. And then the old man running the shop, he says, Oh, yes, my child. Hold on, hold on. You have the best old man voice I've ever heard. Usually you take a second. I feel like you're treating this comic with a little bit maybe less respect than you do. (laughs) (laughs) So really get into it and give me the best old man. And, And this isn't just any old man. This is like the man who's like behind. He's like in a little shopkeep window. He's got one eye cocked open. Yeah. And uh, he's hunched over. He's luring you into some dark magic right. or something. Yeah. Oh, yes, my child. We have a very special menorah for you. What does that mean? Special menorah for you. And also, 
suspicious. Five nights into Hanukkah, selling menorahs. I think they'd be sold out by yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Black Friday has already happened, too. <laughs> uh, shop owner is still talking. Before his death, the previous owner of this menorah told me a boy named Sam, fitting your description, would come to my store. It's a premonition. He knew this was coming. Yeah. He goes on. On this very day, and purchase it. He knew Sam was going to come in on this exact very day and buy the menorah. This could just be a sales tactic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's already in there to buy it. so He doesn't really have to put all this. I don't know what this character is up to. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then no one does. (laughs) All right. Go ahead, Sam. You may be a crazy old man, but I like the cut of your jib. I'll take it. I was trying to get some of the old-timey kind of talk. Mm. Yeah. And I like the cut of your jib. See? <laughs> How much for it? And some candles. I forgot the um, question mark, but you could tell it was a question. Yeah. So thank you. No charge. No, no, no. This is like more maniacal. I was going to... I was going <laughs> to... Start maniacal. Yeah, okay, okay. No, no charge. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, uh... Back at the apartment, Sam says the prayer and lights the candles. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu. Oh, wait, he sings. That's a song usually. Yeah. Yeah. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech And it trails off. It trails yeah. off. As we cut to a few minutes later. But Sam makes a crucial error. He only lit one candle, as though it were the first night, not the fifth. And Sam's sitting there, all naive. He says, I feel better already. This was the only part of the comic, which is partially based on a true story, because on the fifth night of Hanukkah, Alon and I, we only lit four candles. Mm-hmm. But I was taking it even more, even further. He only lit, Sam only lit, only lit one candle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Then Sam drank himself into a stupor and slept, as had become a habit lately. Yeah, I want you to describe this. Yeah, there is this big empty room. He's lying there, sprawled out in the middle of the floor. Uh, the only other thing there is uh, his Hanukkah uh, menorah, solitary candle. Right All right. Any theories yet? What direction this is heading? Heading? I, I think some kind of uh, apparition or spirit is gonna. The holy visit him. ghost of. Hanukkah. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna in his oh, mind. Yeah, he's gonna go through Hanukkah history. Damn, mm. those are really good ideas, <laughs> and I probably would have used some of them if I didn't get tired and stopped writing after this. <laughs> <bit. laughs> he, he, then he choked on his own vomit. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more. There's more. All right. <laughs> the next day at work was very strange for Sam. All right, so there's a bunch mm. of people giving Sam a hard time at work. Adam, why don't you take this lady over here? What do you mean, Happy Friday? Higher pitched, higher pitched. What do you mean, Happy Friday? What? This dork over here. Wow, Sam. I knew you weren't the sharpest tool in the shed, but this is a new low. This crazy guy over here. You dummy. It's not Friday, it's Monday. This guy. Yo, Sam, you feeling okay? I like that guy. He seems a little more... He seems seems genuinely concerned. 
she just seems like she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And that guy, this guy over here, the one that looks like got a big chin, yeah, he was going to give him a hard time no matter what, mm. you know? Yeah, if it wasn't that, it would be a comment about like what he's wearing or something. Yes, it was a time-traveling menorah. <laughs> you knew what we were all thinking. <laughs> Although last night was Thursday, incorrectly lighting the first candle had sent Sam back in time to Sunday night, making today Monday. When Sam returned home Whoa, that whoa hold, on, hold on. Pause for a second. It's like a new thought. Okay. So we've established you lit the candle, and it takes you back to whatever night mm-hmm. corresponds to that candle. Hmm. Pause. All right. When uh, Sam returned home that night, he saw something very strange. The, the menorah had grown. Wow. <laughs> Describe what you see, Adam. It looks... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so the menorah, which was previously just this small little arc-shaped uh, object. Like the normal yeah, menorah. Yeah. It's now huge, and it's, it's like a giant half circle uh, with hundreds of uh, slots for candles. And Sam looks at it, and he says... It looks like my time travel options have expanded. Now, in real life, if this happened to you, you lit a candle, you woke up, it was Monday. How long do you think it would take for you to realize what was going on? I would not make the connection with the candle for a... It would probably... I'd probably have to do it a second time before I made the connection. Yeah, what about you? You would have figured it out right away. I think especially if I'm in... If I'm in an apartment like that... It looks like I don't do much in my life. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else there. I would probably quickly make the connection. The only thing I've done differently. Well, I used to do a I lot of stuff Nora. just because, I mean, this character you does plenty of other things just because his apartment you know, doesn't. You well, can do stuff well, outside well, of your apartment. If I'm time traveling, <laughs> I'd probably associate it with a physical object of some sort. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's the only physical object in my possession. Right. Especially if you read this comic and then it happened yeah. to you, you would definitely know. <laughs> For sure. Plus, I guess he knew there was something strange about the shopkeep. Yeah. So before I show you the next page, where would you take the story from here? I would go back in time and see the original, the origin of Hanukkah. What about you, Adam? I'd travel to the future to see what future Hanukkah is like. Now, were you guessing what's going to happen or were you saying that's oh. what you would do? Oh, no, I wouldn't actually do that. All right. I might eventually. In real life, I would call the FBI. <laughs> Say this needs to be investigated. <laughs> All right. Is that what he, that what he does? <laughs> Adam. I wonder what happens if I light this candle all the way to the left. His world spins. You see that? And he's got dreidels going around mm-hmm. his head. Mm-hmm. Like when a character like hits their head and they see birds flying around. <laughs> he's but he sees dreidels. dreidels. So he lit the candle all the way to the left. And Alun, that is the order you light them in is left to right. right? Mm-hmm. Wait, is that right? Yeah, you place the candles. Yeah. Wait, yeah, you place the candles right, right to, to left. left. You light them left to right. Okay, so he lit the one all the way to the left. Wait. To... No, it wouldn't. that doesn't make sense. Oh. If there's only one candle, it should be in the right. He lit the candle. You misread it. He lit the candle all the way to the right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready? Yeah. Now, this next panel, I put a lot of work into this one. All right? Whoa. <laughs> wow. That's I, pretty good. I, so I was right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam finds himself elsewhere. 
Who are you? I am Judah the Maccabee. Judea, 166 BC. You went back in time to 166 BC, and you see Judah the Maccabee, big strong guy, holding up a sword triumphantly. I modeled him after (laughs) He-Man. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I am leading a revolution. Oh, no, hold on. I rewrote that part. I am leading a revolt against our Greek Syrian oppressors. Will you fight with us? Something stirs in Sam's heart, and he replies... Hold on. That's the most dramatic line in the entire comic. This is where his whole life is coming together. He's finally finding purpose. So I want you to read it with the drama. Something stir. Read it in a British accent. Yeah. I think would work better. <laughs> Let me reread my line, then mm-hmm. we'll cut to you. And I'm, you're ready with your line, right? Oh, yeah. So, Judah the Maccabee. I am leading a revolt against our Greek Syrian oppressors. Will you fight with us? Something stirs in Sam's heart, and he replies, I will. Did you get goosebumps just now? Yeah. 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 Chills. How great a movie would this be? Really really (laughs) great. It already is a movie. (laughs) That's what we spent the other half of the night doing. (laughs) Before I'm just going to read the narration, then I'll scroll down and reveal the image. Same voice. Drama. Sam trains, fights, and learns the meaning of true hardship. He learns what it means to struggle. And to become strong. <laughs> and now we see him standing triumphantly. Shirt, much much bigger and yeah, stronger than shirtless, he was before. he looks jacked. Call me Sam the Maccabee. I based this off a picture of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? Go ahead. This is this is uh, narration. Still same voice, and see if you can bring it down even lower. Under Judah Maccabee, the hammer. The Jews used guerrilla warfare to drive the Syrians out of Jerusalem. See, this is a great movie, comic. You've got sci-fi, right? Going back in time. Drama, Sam Sad. Now he's becoming strong. He's learning about what it really means to struggle. It's biblical as well. Yeah, biblical. Historical. This cuts across everybody. Mm -hmm. It's even got Christmas in it. Remember Santa? Yeah. If I had more time, there would have been a side plot about Santa. Wait, where was Santa? Oh, in the sky. Yeah. (laughs) All right. See, that's right there. That's Judah (laughs) driving out the Syrians. Yeah, you know Judah Maccabee was also known as the Hammer. Hmm. That's a good nickname. Yeah. Did you ever have a nickname? Uh, in football once, my coach called me Sure Shot, but it didn't mm. last. That's good. What about you? Uh, well, our older brother, Oren, his friends called me Junior Juice because they called him Juice because his name was Oren. Hmm. Oren Juice. My friends call me Gilly. <laughs> you mean your niece? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what? And your mom. Your mom. Speaking of our mom, yeah. Uh, at our brother Oren's graduation, uh, again his nickname was Juice. So when, he, but my, our mom didn't know that. So when he was going up to get his diploma, Ooh. all the uh, his friends in the audience oh. were going, Juice, Juice, Juice. 
And she's like, why are they chanting Jews? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Someone called me Sherbert once. That's a good one, too. Yeah, I like that one. All right. Enough of uh, our trip down memory lane. Let's walk even further down memory lane, back to 166 B.C. and get back to the comic. I want to read the narration. They rebuilt their temple, lit a candle with enough oil to last one day. With only enough oil to last one day. With only enough oil to last one day. Pause, dramatic pause. It lasted for eight. That's the story of Hanukkah. Did you, did you get what I was yeah, going for yeah. there? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, was most people, they would just say, oh, here's what happened. They fought, you know, blah, blah, blah. there was a temple, a candle. I slotted it into a bigger story, made it more interesting, right? I could yeah. see a live action movie of this. Yeah. Or an anime. Starring, ooh, an anime. Uh, if it was a live action movie, Gerard Butler as <laughs> Judah the Maccabee, who would play Sam? The guy who played Sam in Lord of the Rings. Because he starts oh, yeah, out as bad. like a schlub. Yeah. Right, but it's a little bit, tiny bit left. <laughs> 2018, present day. <laughs> Keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even read that. There are rumors of a vigilante crime fighter who fights for all who are oppressed. His name is... Batman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sam the Maccabee. <laughs> Big twist. It's a superhero origin story. Yeah. For Sam the Maccabee. That's all. He's a time traveling. No. Na oh, he There's just... No he, there was one time travel. Oh, he now went, he's just stuck there. Now he's immortal. Oh. So he got the power of the menorah, and he lived through decades, hundreds of thousands of years, gained experience... Got stronger, more intelligent. And now he fights crime. And draws comics. Yeah. I would I would read a second issue. Yeah. Let's, let's see it. Glad you said well, that. That was awesome. Let me get, let's go to issue two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only my only thing is like, what happened to his friends and family? <laughs> well, but he's immortal, so like he was he's around since before his parents are even born. Right. Do you think he affected the timeline? I think here's what happens. Mm -hmm. On the day that he disappears, uh, he can then just kind of make sure that when that happens, within a day or two, him as the Maccabee version can just be <laughs> present so that if he gets a call from his mom or something, mm -hmm. he can say, yeah, everything's fine. And the next time she sees him, he's all jacked. Yeah, I've been working says, out. Yeah. And I have this question. Remember when he went to the antique store? Mm-hmm. And the shop owner told them somebody gave him that menorah. You got to give this to Sam. Sam. You think that's my theory is maybe yeah. it was Sam in the future mm -hmm. gave the menorah. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> I don't know for sure, though. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think? You think I've got a future? Yeah. Gil writes comics? Yeah. <laughs> this was awesome. <laughs> and illustrates. Yeah. This was great. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. All right. You could write history textbooks. Yeah. I would make them a lot more interesting. Time travel, warfare, guerrilla war. You know what guerrilla warfare is? Mm -hmm. 
What is it? I don't know what it is. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's like uh, using tactics where you're like in the woods. Yeah. And I don't think you have to be in the woods. So that's what Sam well, the Mac does. Usually when I picture guerrilla war- warfare, it's in the woods. You know, it's not actual guerrillas. No, I, I know. Okay. <laughs> so Sam the Maccabee, if he was using guerrilla warfare in present day, what would that mean? He's like sneaking around, you know, in the woods. <laughs> this is a question I was asking. I picture yeah. stealth. Uh, Sam the Maccabee. Yeah, I think stealth, kind of like Assassin's Creed style. Yeah. Last question before we wrap up this section, because I want to turn Sam the Maccabee into a real character. What kind of costume would he wear? You know, in present day. Hmm. He'd be shirtless. Yeah, I like that. All right. <laughs> he's just like running around nude. Well, maybe he's got like Toga? a subtle like Jewish star with like a hammer behind it. Carved into his chest. Yeah. But it's like healed, so now it's just like a scar. Yeah. Like that could be like a ritual he went through when he originally became. You're not supposed to do that though, according to the Torah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's scratched. Actually, I was going to draw Sam the Maccabee in present day but I didn't leave enough space in the panel. <laughs> uh, and what I was going to do, if you look back at the menorah that he bought, it has a little gem in the middle of it. Mm. He was going to have that on his, on his chest. Uh, Much cool. like the snowman in the last story we read. <laughs> All right. He's going to have a pentagram <laughs> too. <laughs> so I think it's safe to assume that the two half-Jewish reindeer are well-fed thanks to our Hanukkah happiness we gave them we got to bring up some more Christmas cheer now, and I think the best way to do it is with some trivia. Let's take a quick break. And we need to have uh, – and we just got some pizza. Mm-hmm. I, wasn't letting, I didn't let you bring it in here before because it's not kosher. We'll take these decorations down, go back into Christmas mode, and we can have some pizza and do some trivia. Sounds good. Awesome. <laughs> Damn, nice comment. Thank That's you. Bit, yeah. <laughs> So we're back from that episode of Gil Eats Pizza. <laughs> I have Vince at the table, and for the first time ever, Matt is hello. at the table. Why don't you say hello? Hello, everybody. Say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and all those lovely holidays did you see my my hanukkah comic before it was beautiful yeah yeah what do you think joe joy versus historical hanukkah hijinks oh what would you rather have in your stocking how can you hesitate on that i don't know i don't know you like joe joy come on man a talking walking toy that you actually know about. it doesn't talk it doesn't talk it It bounces bounces. that's true true. and it was totally inconsistent Mm. because at the beginning Jerry goes to sleep, and then yeah, all you the, already convinced me. I'm going back to the right. All the kids travel. start walking around. I'm traveling. And then at the end, he's talking to time them. Time traveling menorah. So mm. it seems like slash time traveling menorah. <laughs> <laughs> Where all three of us are having different conversations right now. I like what you're saying though over there. Time traveling menorah. It's a great plot device, right? When yeah. I came up with that, the rest of it just wrote itself. Right. Even I, I preferred say. historical Hanukkah hijinks. Whoa, who is that? Uh, that's the clown, I think. That's right, Adam and Alun are in the control room back there. We're here for trivia. That was everyone's favorite part of the spooktacular, so we had to bring it back. Okay. This one's going to be a team sport. You two are representatives. Oh. Vince, you're with Alun, right? Oh. You decide on the teams? 
Team captains, Matt, you got to choose first. Gil. Pick Adam. No, I'm not, I can't play. I oh, know all the answers. Oh, oh, darn. All right, Vince is with a one. <laughs> Matt is with Adam. Don't want me down, Vince. I'll We've try. got six Christmas comic-themed questions. We're going to take turns which team gets to go first. You're both going to answer all the questions. Whoever gets the most right wins the game. Who goes first? We're going to decide by using a dreidel. Matt, call either giraffe. Giraffe is on two sides. Or you can choose camel and elephant. I have to call out two? Or Just if pick, it's camel or elephant? Pick uh, giraffe or camel slash elephant. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, now. Yeah. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's the one with the... uh, No, that's the one with the... um, Oh, giraffe. Giraffe. The long neck. All right. If it lands on Noah's Ark, then your team goes first. Damn. Vince's team goes first. How much do you know about comics? Um... Less than the average person that likes... Who reads comics, I shouldn't say likes. All right. Matt, how about you? Comic expert... Yes. All right. This should be interesting. Okay. I am not. Question number one. <laughs> not you interesting? T- or <laughs> <laughs> you two back there, you ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The elves? <laughs> Question yeah. one to Vince's team. In December 1943, Adolf Hitler kidnapped <laughs> Santa Claus to damage U.S. morale during World War II. That was just a random True fact. Now we're going to get into the, <laughs> to the questions. No, that is an event that took place in the Marvel Universe A, in the DC Universe B, or neither. It was a figment of my imagination. <laughs> what do you think? You got to phone a friend? Can I use it more than once? Yeah, you can talk as much <laughs> as oh, you okay. want. So, yeah. Alon, what do you think? So we're we're tr- we're answering. Which, we're trying to discuss which, which what the answer. The Hitler thing happened in. Yeah, or, or if it's all made up. Decide if Gil made it up. Right. Well, that's that's uh, C. That's right? C. Yeah. A. a Marvel. B. D. C. 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 Figment of Gil's imagination. Or D. All of the above. I thought of it. Marvel thought of it. <laughs> D. C. Thought of it. <laughs> so Vince. Yeah. I could see this as being part of like a what if comic. Elseworlds. Elseworlds. But it's probably C. You think it's C? Locked in? For some reason oh, I, for it, some reason uh, I wanna say I wanna say uh I wanna say B. But what do you but think? It might be A. Hmm. Five. Four no, you have until the end of this dreidel to come up with your final <laughs> answer. Hold on, what's your final answer? Ooh, a bad spin Marvel. too. Vince, you okay. have to Boom, that's your answer. Marvel. Yeah. All right. Adam, Matt. Batman. What do you think? Batman would be DC. All right, Adam, what do you think? <laughs> well, I was leaning toward Marvel because uh, it sounds a little wackier, and also I know Marvel has done dabbled in World War II stuff because of uh, Captain America. Okay. Uh, okay. But it, I thought Captain America when he was saying World yeah. War II. But it feels like a shame to give the same answer as them. It would. So that's why I was almost leaning towards going with that Gil made it up mm. by also just seeing what he created in that lovely comic he just read us. Mm. So yeah, I know his imagination is <laughs> he has very a, broad. The, the capacity of his imagination exceeds that of all the, the 
the mind power behind Marvel and There was a World War II sequence cut from historical Hanukkah hijinks. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go with C, Matt. C? Yeah. Final answer, C. All right. Make it interesting. Vince. Yeah. You get a point. Yes! yes. <laughs> Matt. You get a point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is this like whose line is it anyways where the points don't matter? Oh, no. The points here matter. But once you find out what happens to the losers. <laughs> you remember those deer? They were really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so, back on topic. Marvel actually did that. Oh, yeah. Marvel. So Santa exists in the Marvel Universe. He's uh, rumored to be a mutant. Maybe the most mm. powerful mutant, like the X-Men. DC, sometimes he exists. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes when he does exist, it's a very cynical take where he gets hacked to bits by Lobo, an alien bounty hunter, or sometimes he's a drunk. Other times he's traditional Santa Claus. See, what I like about the Marvel Universe is they try to keep everything rooted in realism. though. Mm. Like, no, for real. Because, like, Santa, you know, the, in the Marvel Universe, he's not this magical creature. He's a mutant. Right. That makes sense. That's offensive. To who? I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it, I just feel like it is. <laughs> you sound very offended. So what's his mutant power then? Is he compelled to give presents to all the children of the world? I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he can move really fast, like Quicksilver. Mm. And he can talk to chimneys. deer. He can talk to deer. Only reindeer, though. Regular deer. A reindeer? Mm -hmm. Is that a real animal? Oh yes. Hmm. I know no more than that. <laughs> Question two. In the Batman animated series episode Christmas with the Joker, the Joker kidnapped three important citizens. Which one of the following was not one of those three? I'm going to list four people. Three of them were kidnapped by the Joker. One wasn't. Who was not kidnapped by the Joker? A. Summer Gleason, a reporter. B. Commissioner Gordon, commissioner. <laughs> C, Harvey Dent, or D, Harvey Bullock. Matt. Matt and I go first now. Who's Harvey that last Bullock? one even even real? Harvey very... Bullock. He's a big guy. You know, he's Jim Gordon's mm -hmm. hard-nosed detective friend, oh, coworker. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. The falafel guy. The f yeah, <laughs> your okay. kids don't like falafel. I don't eat falafel. <laughs> I'm thinking it's Commissioner Gordon. It was not kidnapped. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll defer to you. I'll just say that the way I, f I feel about this, re in terms of just trying to get into Gil's mind, mm. I don't think he would. I don't think he would pick two Harveys, unless we were supposed to choose between them. Ooh. Unless I wanted you to think that. Yeah, but if, if I start playing that game, I could just go back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Encoding that's a why, never why, why do you think Commissioner Gordon? Because he said it first. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't say it first, though. <laughs> the first one was uh, Gleason. Summer Gleason. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, would Commissioner Gordon actually be somebody that would be kidnapped? He's a tough guy. There's a whole show about I mean, him. who's going to turn on the Batman signal if he's gone? Right. Well, that's all the more reason to kidnap. Yeah, you're oh, actually that's arguing a, that's a, in favor I, of it. Yes, I just contradicted <laughs> myself. All right, so which Harvey? Let me get the dreidel out. flip the dreidel? Yeah, and then give me your answer. <laughs> All right, if it lands on a giraffe, we'll go with the second Harvey. Oh, good call. 
All right, elephant. we're going with uh, Harvey Dent. Dent. The first Harvey. All right, yes. answer's locked in. Vince, Alun, you're up. Who was not kidnapped by the Joker? So Vince. Yeah. Summer Gleason seems like a really random person to pick if she wasn't uh, kidnapped. So I kind of I I think Summer Gleason was kidnapped. What do you think? Remind me who Summer Gleason is. She's a reporter. He's a reporter. Not, in Gotham. Not well known by the average. And this was person. which? When did he kidnap the? He's in the animated series, and there's an episode called "Christmas with the Joker," and he kidnapped three important citizens of Gotham. I have another thought. Harvey, uh, what was the last? Bullock. One? Bullock. You guys said Harvey Dent, right? Yeah. So Harvey Bullock, I would say, seems like a random person to include if Gil hasn't been on a Harvey Bullock kick lately for some reason. Uh, he's mentioned him a few times mm-hmm. in the past week. It's true. So I have Harvey on the mind. Yeah. Mm. Bullock. I think... Uh, so it's between Bullock and Summer? <laughs> no, no, Bullock no. on the I mind. I think Bullock <laughs> right, we're going. not have been kidnapped, and Gil only included him in the list because he had to put one more there. I'm getting out the dreidel. All right, we're going with Bullock. I wanted to spin the drill. All right. All right. No, go ahead. no, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> Harvey Bullock, that's your answer? Yep. The one who was not kidnapped was Harvey Dent. Yeah. Yes. You're on the board. That's 1-1. One, one. Tie game. New favorite animal, elephant. Sorry, the score can't come to the phone right now. It's all tied up. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. You wrote that one down, didn't you? I thought of that years ago. I've been waiting <laughs> until this moment to use it. I'm going to tell you four comic book characters. One of them wouldn't really celebrate Christmas. Maybe they would be more likely to celebrate Hanukkah. One of these characters is Jewish. A, Bruce Wayne. B, Harry Osborn. C, Harley Quinn. Or D, Cyclops. I think I know this. Vince, you're up first. Can you go through the list again? Bruce Wayne, Harley Quinn, Harvey Dent. Oh, no, I mixed up the questions. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, Harry Osborn, Harley Quinn, Cyclops. You might want to lean on your friend a little bit because he grew up in a Jewish household. Yeah. Anybody was Jewish. We had a picture of them. We looked up to them. We needed role models. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Bruce Wayne. Maybe it was... Cyclops. Laughing <laughs> 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 Batman. <laughs> the Batman who laughs. Ooh, I yeah, love I love that book, the, the <laughs> Laughing Batman. <laughs> so we have Quinn and who's the middle one? Who's B? Harry Osborne. I feel like Norman Osborne's son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Played by James Franco in the beloved Spider Man three. <laughs> and the other Spider-Man movies. <laughs> I don't know, Vince. I think it might be. Uh, I think it might be uh, one of the. Uh, not. Well, it can't be as mainstream as Bruce Wayne. It, it, it's, they're just Jewish characters. I want to say Harley Quinn. A mainstream character. That's kind of what I was leaning toward as well. It's like if they're gonna make a character Jewish, I feel like for some reason they'd go with 
the crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> there was actually five answers. What? Uh, e, Sam the Maccabee. <laughs> he is a superhero. <laughs> All right, guys, I need an answer here. Dreidel. Dreidel. I'm getting the dreidel, dreidel. out. Ready? Oh. oh. Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, we have answer C is locked in. Matt, now to you. All right, Adam. Yeah. I heard you whisper into the mic before when you asked the question that you thought you knew this. And I think, wait, was Osborne one of them? Yeah, Norman Osborne. Harry Osborne. Harry Osborne. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's Batman. No, if it was Batman, we would know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I've seen him celebrate Christmas before in his comics or his shows. Okay. Keep in mind, we're <laughs> celebrating yeah. Christmas. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you a whole lot. <laughs> uh, I'll say this. Harley Quinn, covered in tattoos. Can't be mm. But 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 it's a myth. Yeah, yeah that you I can't know. be buried in a well, Jewish cemetery, right? But it's I, well, it's a tradition. It's I don't true. think they would. True. I, don't, mm. I, I don't think they would all follow it. Right. I'll say this. I I, for some reason, think it's Cyclops. I think I remember this. Okay. And also, uh, like his know. vision, you know, he needs glasses, and I, being uh, of, mm. of Jewish ethnicity, I think a lot of us wear glasses. Spin it. He's got eye. <laughs> he's got <laughs> eye problems. Spin it. All right. You know why he wears the glasses, yeah, I know, though, right? Lasers are shit. Yeah. yeah I okay. Have the same yeah. Problem, that's why I got to wear contacts. All right, I'm spinning the dreidel. Uh, Matt, what do you think? I think you're right because I, I I don't have an argument for Cyclops. Him. Cyclops. Final answer. Before I answer this question, who do you want the answer to be? Bruce Wayne. Osborne. Yeah. I Vince. think it's Norman Osborne. No, you think. Yeah. But why didn't you say? Because that well, was my original. Well, for, Norman Osborne wasn't an option. Harry <laughs> Osborne. Harry, 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 Harry. Who do you want it to be, though? Like, if you could pick any of them to be, to be George. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Yeah. yeah, I guess why would you have a preference? Well, yeah, they don't have a dog in the fight. <laughs> well, We're four as to one right now. you might have seen this character in a, in a hit film, Suicide Squad. Batman had a cameo appearance in that, but he is not. Never celebrated Hanukkah. Harley Quinn. What? Jewish. Yeah. That. That's a point for you, right? Yeah, with the tattoos. 2-1. Vince and Lun are leading. Question four. We got three questions left, here's so a, here's a side question. anybody's game right now. Side question. Yeah. Is Bruce Banner Jewish? I don't know. Who's okay. Bruce Banner? Well, that's uh, the Hulk. Mm. Why? I actually knew I, I, as soon as you started asking the question, the first thought that came to mind was Bruce Banner. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know why. Because yeah, he's I a doctor? Just, I just relate to <laughs> <laughs> You know what mainstream character is Jewish? Wait, Harley Quinn's a doctor. She was a she therapist. Is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, uh, I think a character that we found out was Jewish that had a big impact on my life, Tommy Pickles. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's you, half Jewish. That was huge. That cartoon, everybody watched it. How yeah. did you not the know main he main character. Yeah, he, no, he's half Jewish. I mean, his uh, grandfather yeah. was well, Jewish. Well, it doesn't come up every episode. But his grandfather was Jewish. Uh, don't don't uh, forget. They get locked, yeah. Don't they get locked in the attic? And yes. uh, that's when they go through the story of Hanukkah. And yes. people keep accidentally walking in and letting the door close behind yeah. them. And like, don't close the door. So they, the <laughs> only way that they would be willing to listen to the story of Hanukkah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We can't write this episode. It's too unbelievable that anyone would care about this holiday. <laughs> what if they get locked in an attic? Is this is called- the only story available. Well, the only that, way to entertain that's themselves. That's why during uh, Sam the Maccabee, yeah. uh, the door was locked. Yeah. <laughs> Vince was like, get me out of here. I can't take it. I feel like this goes back to the story of the uh, elf in the attic. 
It's really just the oh, Jewish yeah. people telling their stories. It's right. That elf is up there being like, <laughs> Hanukkah's so great. Let me tell you about Hanukkah. That's why the kids don't sneak up there. I don't want to hear about it. Wait, do you know about the menorah? Yeah, I know about the menorah. Stop. <laughs> Question four. We're going to go back to the Christmas with the Joker episode of Batman. Joker gives Batman a present for Christmas. What was that present? It's your turn, right? Sure. All right. Jack a, the box. Oh, sorry. <laughs> a picture of them together. Aww. Batman and Joker. That's cute. B, a pie in the face. C, a clown mask. So Batman can be Joker. Or D, a pet Robin. Mm. What do you mean pet Robin? Like the bird? Like, like a bird, like Robin. A, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that like, they made like Robin dolls and... And in what, okay. <laughs> in, in what iteration of Batman is this? It was an animated series episode aired in, I believe, 1992. 92. Or E. Wait. It was a figment <laughs> of my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joker gives Batman a present, and they're really happy together. <laughs> All right. Can we hear is the choice Ian one Hopkins more time? Real? Picture of them together. Pie in the face. Clown mask. Or a little baby bird. Robin. Robin. Uh, there is no option E. That was mm. a joke. Well, technically, yeah. three of the options are figments of Bill's imagination. Mm. This guy's good. Mm. <laughs> and which ones are those? Well. <laughs> Matt, what are you leaning toward? Oh, I have like three choices right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> you got to narrow that down. <laughs> I'm either thinking it was the mask, the bird, or the other two. <laughs> I think um, I think it was one well, of the I options that were listed. What are you thinking? <laughs> I agree with Gil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning toward the Robin, but I am too. Because that's ominous. Because it could be like a sign, you know, he kidnapped. Robin. And next time, it's not going to be a bird in this box. Yeah, it's going to be right. A, a foot. A finger. Oh, full foot. <laughs> Wait, was the bird dead? Like, have, good luck no. flying oh. now, Robin. <laughs> Without your foot. <laughs> 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 all right so are we saying the robin i lean toward robin i guess all right oh robin, we'll robin. all right vince a line what are you thinking i think it's the picture why because it's just it's so joker because he's thinking of the spongebob episode where patrick had an embarrassing <laughs> christmas photo of spongebob in his, no, his box it's a secret box it's because he always wanted to be his friend oh someone's mm. been listening to gil reed's comics I gotta start. I'm gonna go with A. That's the picture, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's not gonna talk to one no. on this one. What do you think? Come on. All right. It's Vince's team. What do you think? I mean, I'm, yeah. Do I make a valid argument? Here, here, here's what we'll do. Okay. We'll go with yours. Yeah. And if it's the pie, I'm gonna just say, uh, should have. What should I say? I should have listened to. He me. does do the yeah. pie, I think, often. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No, no. Go with A. Go I'm with your gut. I'm gonna go with A. Wouldn't your gut say Matt, you got the question wrong. Okay. Vince, you should have listened to my older brother. Oh, my God. It's a pie in the face, of uh, course. Hold uh, uh. <laughs> on, what do you say? You should have listened Listen to, to me. me. <laughs> How great was the Robin idea, though, right? That was good. Uh, that was pretty good. smart. Yeah, yeah, that was good. So I have three points. I did agree yeah. with you. You almost, you almost changed my mind, but you told me to go with my instinct. So. Well, because, I mean, listen. No, but that's what you're here for. I was you're... a little bit insulted. He looked insulted. insulted. You 
It's locked in your answer. I didn't lock it in. You locked it in. I didn't lock it in. All right, let's take a vote. You guys didn't Did even he talk. Lock in his I answer? said I think it's A, and then I asked, what do you think it is, Alon? I don't know. I, I think you only deferred to him after Gil called you out. It felt locked into me. All right, fine. All right. Listen, I'm trying to start some tension. I'm going to be hearing about this for the next two days. <laughs> Can you believe what Vince said to me? I was there. Can you believe he locked in his answer? <laughs> Question five. This is to Vince and Alun. It's your chance to redeem yourself. How many? Wait, how many questions are there? There's only two more questions. So five and six? Yeah. Oh, wow. And right now it's Vince, two, Matt, one. Mm. Okay. You've got to get this next question. But I'm number one. You're in trouble. Or you're <laughs> I'm number one. <laughs> I don't think Matt understands this game. <laughs> this comic hero is known for saying the phrase "Sweet Christmas." Is this open-ended? <laughs> yeah. What are, what are the what are the choices? A. Iceman. B. Martian Manhunter. C. Luke Cage. Oh. E. Wait, did I skip D? D, Wolverine. So let's talk about this. E, it was a figment of my imagination. <laughs> Wait, so letters again? A, B, C, and <laughs> no, D. <but> like... <laughs> Iceman, yeah. Martian Manhunter, uh-huh. Luke Cage, yep. Wolverine. So Vince. Yeah. Logan. So Wolverine. You know, sweet Christmas. Christmas, it's usually snowing in like the cartoons and movies. Okay. Ice, right? Right. So I would lean toward that, but I'm going to... For, you know, I have a feeling it's not that. I have a feeling it might be Luke Cage. Of course it's Luke Cage. Bro, do you even understand what I'm doing here? <laughs> <laughs> are you staring at Gil's face to try to see how he reacts to each option as you list it? Yes. All right, we locking this in? We're going to spin the dreidel? Spin the dreidel. Wait. No, just spin it. Wait, did you say? Who is it? I think we should go with Luke. It's Luke Cage, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh, I think it's Luke Cage. No, it's definitely Luke Cage. I know for a fact. <laughs> All right, really Matt. Do you want to take a wild guess? Here, do, you? The, uh, do you need to hear the choices again? or Adam, do, do we just go with them? So if <laughs> if we're right, they're right, and we still have to get the next question, oh, right? So we're still in the Actually, fight. yeah. It's probably not Luke Cage. What do you think? <laughs> All right, we got was okay, it, you, I, you got it. Mr. Freeze? No, so, Iceman. Iceman. Who's is, that, Iceman? is that Mr. Freeze? Or? No, no, that's okay. an X-Men character. I want to know okay. a little. Okay, okay. Do we get backstories? Iceman has the power to freeze particles and create ice out of the oh, hydrogen hydrogen in the air. Didn't he have okay. a good Christmas special? Yeah. What? There was an X-Men Christmas special, actually. That's where we learned that Santa's a mutant. Iceman can ride around like on a snowboard anywhere he goes because he can mm. freeze the world underneath him. Isn't Silver Surfer basically the same? Well, they're both Marvel, so you can't claim that one stole from the other. But they're very similar in the sense that they surf around. All right. What's the catchphrase again? Christmas something? Sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. Christmas. I almost want to say it's Logan, but I have a feeling it's not. Gil forgot to even say Wolverine is one of the options initially. No, he did. He did say That was the last option. Yeah. He seemed like he he forgot. I skipped past it. I said E instead of D. I could see him saying that. Sweet Christmas, bub. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I just don't remember ever hearing him say it. 
but I'm. You also don't read comics. Exactly. So I've never read him. Only Gil reads comics. Skeptic straight. Who's Martian Manhunter? He's an alien from Mars, I think. He's an alien that can transform the way he looks, and he's in the Justice League. He's green with red eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Cape, blue. Yeah. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, I don't think it's him. He oh. comes from Mars, and unless yeah. he has like this fetish for Christmas, I don't think he would be saying it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're yeah. back to the, uh, the dark, dark Christmas episode. I don't think Martians celebrate Christmas. Or he, Isn't that a book? Do they celebrate Christmas on Mars? Is it? <laughs> you can read that one. Go into <laughs> books. Time. Right, I need an answer here. Right. I need an what, answer. What, what, so do we go? Luke we Cage, go? Wolverine, Iceman, Martian Manhunter. I think we go with Logan, or we copy what they say. Oh, that was a terrible spin. What's the answer? <laughs> I need an Adam. answer. Adam. I go with you, Matt. Okay, Logan. You go with Matt as the answer? <laughs> he says Logan. it all the time. All right. I am shocked that you didn't get this right. Iceman, it's Iceman. After they so clearly, Vince knew the answer. And Alon was like, Vince, stop it. Alon played this so clever. He knew the answer. I'm like, I'm like Vince, stop saying yeah. I know this Alon's like, fact. I'm thinking. And Vince's like, shut up, Alon. It's definitely Luke Cage. We know this. And if you're, you're like, don't you know what we're doing, Vince? What are you talking about? <laughs> Luke Cage. Matt, what do you think the answer is? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think our uh, arguing pulled oh, pull it up. <laughs> so we won. Yeah, so no one got it right. No, I'm just kidding. Vince, three. Matt, one. All right, Matt, we got to be more cutthroat. Yeah, I guess we right. do. Wait, isn't this uh, the last question? Really one question left. This one's worth two points. points. This one's worth two points. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tie it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'll watch Vince this time. Is it? <laughs> whose turn is it now? We would oh, have a guaranteed victory right now if you listen to me on that one question. I know. I wish we did. It's okay. I don't. Hey, I don't hold that oh, against true. you. You should have mm. tried. You know. You should have made me think you were right. I, how else will you learn your lesson? They're true. It's true. Yeah. Friendship, <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> it warms my heart. What else could you ask for? I guess. And we're gonna see Spider-Man after this too. Mm. Oh, that's right. Which of the following is not a real, published, Christmas-themed comic? And they tell you the premise of four Christmas comics. One of them is not a real comic. A. Batman in The Silent Night of Batman. Commissioner Gordon lights the bat signal, calls Batman to the rooftop, and not because there's an emergency, because he wants to tell Batman, you got to take the night off. And Batman does. And he spends the rest of the issue singing Christmas, Christmas carols with the police force. Uh, it's called Silent. What was it called? Silent? Uh, the Silent Night of Batman. K N I G H T. No. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunity. If that was a real comic. Yeah. <laughs> B. Spider-Man in It's a Wonderful Life. In parentheses, without Spider-Man. Mysterio kidnaps Peter Parker, tricks him into hallucinating a world without Spider-Man. He convinces him that the world's better off, so Peter would give it up. But, he, but it works too well. And Peter thinks, it's not that the world's better off without Spider-Man. It's better off without me. Tries to end his own life. Mysterio feels bad, stops him. And he continues as Spider-Man. C. Batman in, yes, Tyrone, there is a Santa Claus. Tyrone is sad because he thinks there's no Santa. And he writes Superman a letter telling him how upset he is. Superman decides to use his powers to bring a sleigh to Tyrone's house, pretend to be Santa. 
that Batman shows up with a jetpack and tells him, what a waste of powers. What's wrong with you? Don't you have some real stuff to do? But he only did that so Batman could go to the house and pretend to be Santa. D, Spider-Man in You Never Make a Sound. Through a series of misunderstandings, Peter Parker thinks that he's been abandoned by all his friends and family. Like he calls Mary Jane, but she's in the bath. So she doesn't pick up. And he thinks, Mary doesn't like me anymore. You know, Aunt May's, you know, gone for, for a minute. So he thinks he's not invited to hang out with his aunt. So instead, he busts out his Spider-Man outfit. He puts it on a chair. And he sits down and just talks to his outfit. And that's his new friend. You know, you never make a sound. Like the costume never talks to him. Those are your choices. <laughs> <laughs> the Silent Night of Batman. It's a wonderful life without Spider-Man. Yes, Tyrone, there is a Santa Claus. Or Spider-Man's You Never Make a Sound. Mm. Matt and I are up? Yeah. yeah. All right. First, thing, first thoughts I have. I don't think Gil's made-up comic would involve a suicide attempt. <laughs> I also don't think he would have conjured on his own the name Tyrone. Hmm. <laughs> so okay. my, to me, I've ruled those two out. Okay. What do you think? I'm thinking the Mysterio one, that kind of sounds like it could be true. Yeah. But that last one where he just talks to his suit. True as in a real comic or true as in oh, oh, this is, happened in real life? <laughs> it could be true. It could be true. Well, but then there's uh, Batman going caroling. Right. Yeah, but. Oh, no, no, I hold on. Know. He did not he, go caroling. No, no. He stayed at the police headquarters and sung Christmas carols all night, but they stayed at the headquarters. Oh, okay. so there was no caroling. If that changes we, your answer. We, we rolled out the one where he, where Batman takes the place of Santa Claus over Superman. I mean, you're asking me. I, I, no, I'm I can't talking about tell you that, that. That's yeah. the Tyrone one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's that one. Uh, the Mysterio plot sounded pretty... Uh, sounded like that could be a comic. Sounded real, yeah. The, the last one was Spider-Man talking to his own suit. Um... <laughs> And like all these misunderstandings of him feeling like no one likes him, reminded me a lot of the Spider-Man comics we've been reading lately. Like there was one in which uh, Spider-Man got hit with an isotope genome accelerator, mm. which actually severed Peter Parker's connection to Spider-Man himself. And so Spider-Man was off running around in a suit, and then Peter Parker was off living his own life. Mm. That sounded like inspiration for this idea. It's like who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. You know, I remember when I was reading a comic and then this happened, which makes me think that maybe. Explain that last one, the Spider Man one again. Uh, Spider Man, through a series of misunderstandings, believes that he's been abandoned by all his friends and family on Christmas. So he decides, I don't need them. I have my own friend. Takes his costume, he sits it down on a chair, and he talks to it. Did you do that with the Santa Claus suit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you tell him about that? (laughs) No. Show a picture of it. All right, Adam. So those are my thoughts, Matt, but I'll leave the the final choice up to you. Dreidel. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Matt needs to give an answer. (laughs) I like Adam's explanation of the last one. We'll go with the talking to the suit. Talking to the suit. All right. Locked in. Locked. D. Vince, Alon, you're up. We're telling you which one we don't think is real. Which one is not a real comic? Vince. Give me your thoughts. I think... I think that's <laughs> Did you wrong. get the question backwards, yep. Matt? I think they're wrong. Yeah. I think Adam's that probably actually did right happen. 
Okay. But what'd you say, Alan? I, I think what they said is, I, I think their answer is wrong. Oh, okay. I think that's a real comic. What was the third to last one? Yes, Tyrone, there is a Santa Claus. Batman takes the place of Santa before Superman has a chance to. What was the second one? Spider-Man, it's a wonderful life. Without Mm Spider-Man, Mysterio convinces him to kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) See, now that sounded far-fetched to me for Marvel, but even more far-fetched that you would bring such darkness into this segment. (laughs) So, Vince. Yeah. I could see both the first and third one happening in like, you know, obviously not in the canon, but you know, like a one-off right. Christmas special. I could see Gil making up the second one. The suicide one? Yeah. <laughs> that one was, it sounded so like It, it does true. sound true, but think about it. What it's exactly you, what Mysterio would do. <laughs> Wouldn't Gil put the effort into making one up that sounds so true? It was complimentary, right? I spaced <laughs> out. I didn't know. I, I was mean, listening. I mean, you read, you read his Hanukkah hijinks story, history hijinks. Yeah, like, historical he, he, Hanukkah hijinks. Historical, Han- historical Hanukkah hijinks. He's got what it takes. Mm-hmm. It's buttering me up. I don't know why, though. Dreidel. It's Dreidel. Triple H. Oh, yeah. If I go with you on that. Listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm not locking which, my answer. Which one are you I'm thinking? Which one are you saying? I don't know. It's up to you. The dreidel. Is up to me. Yeah. I gotta get better at spinning this dreidel. I wouldn't be surprised. We have three if extra seconds. <laughs> three, two, one. I think Vince forgot what we're doing. No. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I I thought it was the last one at first. You think that one's fake? Yeah, but you don't want to say the same one they did. But what if Do we're you? both don't right? Don't you? No, Matt. They don't. Well, if you're both right, then. <laughs> oh, that's true. Then you win. Yeah. Yeah, just go with it. It's two points. No. Yeah, come on. Wait a minute. Oh, wait, so we, I should, I we should. literally can't lose if we yeah, that so one. Yeah, so D. Oh. That's the last one, right? Uh, D. Wait, so this would have worked no matter what. No, yeah, I shouldn't I have said that. <laughs> no, but I already knew that. D. All right. <laughs> Spider-Man. Here, let's do it like this. Spider-Man Batman. <laughs> the Silent Night of the Batman. That's hilarious. <laughs> Wait, what was hilarious? You're me all obvious now. <laughs> we can't lose. <laughs> Yo, I, that, that puts them on the naughty list. Yeah. You're getting coal in your stocking. No, not Wait, that. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Who's You're getting coal in your stocking. Damn it. Batman issue 219. Commissioner Gordon sings Christmas carols of Batman all night. And you're worried. What about all the criminals? They don't take a vacation. But Batman's done his job so well that they're all so scared they stop themselves from committing crime. One guy's going to rob, rob someone, but then he sees a statue and thinks it's Batman, so he stops. One lady missed her husband who was in war. She was going to jump off a bridge. And then she decided not to because her husband came back. I don't know why that one was in the comic. Um... B, Spider-Man, It's a Wonderful Life Without Spider-Man. I made that one up. Oh. <laughs> so it was B. Yeah, yeah, I had that backwards. I, w- I was going to say B, but then I thought we were going for the one that was real oh. and not the one that was fake. Well, that oh. was going to be the original plot for yeah. historical Hanukkah hijinks. I got it. So I used question. it for this instead. I got every question <laughs> That's right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, wait. Ellen. I got every question right. Oh, that's right. We only went with D so that we oh. could be fail-safe. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just double check the score. Let me just make round? sure. 
three. Yeah, check the list twice. Yeah, five to. Oh, you, neither of you got any points, so the score is just the same as it was before. So, mm. wow. Oh, Vince, wait, Vince and Alun, you won. So what do we get? Cool. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Thanks. Vince, why don't you take this down, check your stocking. I'll put a little something for you in there. Did you? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was fun. That was great. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy that? Yeah. My first podcast. Oh, wait. Yes. Can we, I meant to do an intro for the, uh, the trivia section. I forgot to do it. <laughs> yeah, do it now. Can we just redo it? Yeah. All right. Hand up. Four seconds. Okay. Guys, what's Christmas all about? Family. Friends. It's about who's better. <laughs> it's, about, it's about winning. So why don't we do okay. a game of trivia and see who's best? <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> ah. First podcast ever. I think you did a great job. Thank you. I feel great. I think the, the, the cockles of my heart are warm. <laughs> you have a way of words. The reindeer. Let me just check my phone here and see if I have any text messages let me see oh would you look at that look at that santa's very happy he sent me a picture here of the reindeer i would show it to you but they're all full but just full enough they're ready for christmas and no more no more christmas cheer but maybe just a little bit more why don't you come in here the two of you come into the room we're gonna do a little christmas carol but this is gil reed's comic so we never do anything conventional right we're going to do a comic spin on a Christmas classic. Mm-hmm. You know that song, Silent Night? It's mm. a good one. Dark Night, Batman. Ooh. So we're going to improvise. Do you have to go? You, have to get going. You, can, you can get going if you want to. We All can right. just wrap this up if you got to run. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. No problem. Merry Christmas. Give, give us a tune. Yeah, say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Give everyone a good – give everyone your best Santa greeting, and then you can go. Um, best Santa greeting, right? Yeah, yeah. Like ho ho ho. Like, ho ho ho. Yeah. Merry Christmas, all that. Guys, c- come together. Come yeah, together. We're, yeah. You want us? Right here behind me. Behind you. Ho ho ho. Merry Christmas to everyone here in this room. May your. Ho- and all the listeners. Yeah. And all the listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all the listeners listening right now and listening in the future. Thank you. May your spirits be bright. Beautiful. Just as bright as Batman's signal. We well, have to go, right? Yeah. You don't have time for the song, right? No. Uh, I hope you come down but, the chimney this year. Yeah. I, might, I might be there. <laughs> All right. Hey, get going. I don't want to hold you up. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. You guys stay here. We're going to do the Christmas Carol. No cuts. We're going to keep this running. Keep it running. All right. He's got to go. He's got something to take care of. He's got a lady Like friend. in real life, he has something to take care no. of. I thought he had to go get presents. It's part of the show. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Santa had to run. And he's got to give presents to all the kids. And maybe they'll give him a present. The flag. Like in that story we read. <laughs> Hold on, sit down. All right. Um, we're going to do a... Uh, the Dark Night is the name of this Christmas song. Matt, you're, you grew up celebrating Christmas, right? So you know the tune. That might need a little help. I know, I know the melody. Okay, we're going to do the best we can here. This is Im- improvised. Improvised. Yes. <clears throat> Dark night, Batman, Robin, Gordon.
Recording, projecting Gotham from evil tonight. Arkham Asylum is full of jokers. Batman, save us. Don't let those bad people ruin Christmas. Save Christmas for Gotham. We love Batman. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Three hoes. Ho. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast for more Christmas joy and more comics. Please. <laughs> we would really appreciate it. <laughs> for the love of God, please subscribe. <laughs> I really need this right now. <laughs> I put on a Santa outfit. What do you want me to do? <laughs> every, every last penny of yours. Yeah. I've got nothing left. Oh, we forgot to turn the lights on. The Christmas lights. We have them on most of the time. You're we right, turn them right, off right. for uh, Hanukkah. Right. Yeah. And right. respect for Sam and Maccabee. Mm. All right. Let's go see Spider-Man. Let's do it. Cool. Is it Into the Spider-Verse? Spider-Man colon Into the Spider-Verse. spider pig. Bonus question. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spell it. Go. S-P-I-D-E-R-M-A-N. Eh. Hyphen. Hyphen. You got it. You got it. I got it. Spider-Man. I backtracked. <laughs> I'm Spider-Bid. Mr. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Bidded. You bad guys, you better stop what you're doing right now. You better put that down. I'll, we- I'll wipe you up good. Whip, you see? Yeah. Swip. <laughs> Swip. The sound of Spider-Man's webs and a silencer, as we learned. That actually made sense to me, because the silencer's like... Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the podcast, Matt? Mm. Favorite part of the podcast? Actually, it was sitting here. Yeah. So you yeah. like podcasting? Yeah, this actually wasn't that bad. Maybe some more appearances on Gil Reads Comics? You let me know and I'll be here. All right. Yeah. It's on recording. He has to do can, it now. Can uh, can you just lend me some comics to read? Yeah. So yeah, if we do trivia sure. again, I can actually, you know. You can read some comics to Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you just keep sending him stuff you've drawn. <laughs> <laughs> And the sleigh runs on ground-up elves. If you want to go dark. This is fun! How long was that segment? Do you know? Uh, 